Hello, I'm Alex Grubard. I'm the host of Weeding Out the Stoned, and you're listening to the podcast, Weeding Out the Stoned, the podcast, as it were. So what's the deal? This is the game show of sobriety tests, bunch of comics, all stone but one. We do the show live all over the place. We've got upcoming shows that you can find uh, at weedingoutthestone.com slash buy hyphen tickets. You can also follow us on Bands in Town. That's a really great way to find out about the shows. And yeah, we've got upcoming shows all over the place this Friday, March 25th, New York City, New York at Sesh Comedy. Saturday, April 2nd, two shows at Smod Castle in Leonardo, New Jersey. Saturday, April 9th, uh, Jersey City, New Jersey at Sip Studios. Wednesday, April 13th, Helium Comedy Club, Portland, Oregon. Friday, April 15th, Rendezvous, the Jewel Box Theater, Seattle, Washington. Saturday, April 16th, San Francisco, California, Piano Fight. Monday, April 18th, Los Angeles, California, Elysian Theater. Wednesday, April 20th, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Helium Comedy Club. Friday, April 22nd, New York City, New York at Asylum NYC. Saturday, April 23rd, Emmaus, Pennsylvania, Emmaus Theater. Wednesday, April 27th, Buffalo, New York at Helium Comedy Club. Thursday, April 28th, Ithaca, New York, Cinemopolis. Um, And what's after that? May 7th at Sip Studios again in Jersey City. And those Jersey City shows are going to be live streamed. So we'll let you know how to see those. Uh, That's all our upcoming live shows. You can also find merchandise and old episodes of the podcast, all our press, everything about Weeding Out the Stone at weedingoutthestone.com. And that's how it goes. So here's the deal. Today, I'm just going to talk about the news in cannabis, the cannabis news. We'll just talk about it. There's some exciting stuff coming up. Because guess what? It's April. April is coming up real fast. We're at the end of May right now. And April is Weeds Month. I mean, every month's got a thing. April, one of the things is that it's a weed place, a weed time of year. Uh Get your weed on. Get down with the weed. So that's April. We're obviously going on tour in April. April 20th is always a big day. But pretty much everyone considers April to be the time to start talking about weeding or weed. Weeding out the terrible prohibition laws against cannabis. Let's weed those out. How about that? It's definitely one of those times of year. So here's the thing. There's a bunch of stuff that goes on. What happens is a lot of these states that have made weed illegal or they want to make it legal but they don't know when or how, they set these deadlines and a lot of times April is one of those deadlines, either April 1st or April 20th or they say all sorts of things. So one of these states is New Mexico. Not old Mexico, not Mexico, New Mexico. Not even Arizona. Arizona's already got legal weed. New Mexico legalized marijuana, and they don't technically have any recreational states, uh, recreational dispensaries open yet in their state. They have medical marijuana, and it's not the most hard thing to get in the world, but they have recreational marijuana, and they aren't open for business yet. So the state, the government, has said that April 1st is the first day of business. They expect 
grand opening signs. They expect long lines. They expect a lot of excitement. They expect big parties out on the street. Why wouldn't you just get a Carnitas truck right up at the dispensary in Santa Fe or Albuquerque or Los Cruces or whatever? Just fucking set up, get some pozole, some tamales. I mean, get the good stuff. Enjoy yourself. Have a wonderful day on first day of recreational marijuana down in New Mexico. That sounds really great. The Southwest is kind of a good weed place. You're out in the sunshine. It's dry. I mean, don't throw your roaches out on the ground. You'll start a fire. There's definitely uh, plenty of arson going around, around just by accident, accidental arson in New Mexico. I remember hearing a story about a guy just like lighting all his furniture up, uh, on fire out in the intersection. New Mexico's crazy. New Mexico true. New Mexico is one of those places. I mean, I love it, but it should have legal weed. It's kind of a destination. You know, Albuquerque's got its own type of nightlife and chaos and all sorts of stuff. And I think weed will actually help mellow some of the chaos down and increase more of the tourism of people that are down to party, but maybe not, you know, that kind of party. People don't need to drink at 5 a.m. and then go driving, which New Mexico has a lot of issues with, you know, like chill out and smoke some weed and walk home. How about that? That sounds like a good idea. April 1st. So New Mexico's doing it. I mean, they have the Cannabis Control control Division of the New Mexico Regulation and Licensing Department. It's a division within that whole department that regulates alcohol and all sorts of stuff. Now, here's the thing about alcohol in New Mexico. It's been rough for a long time. They don't make any new liquor licenses. All the liquor licenses go for up to a million dollars, I think. You, it's so hard to buy a liquor license. People will sit on a liquor license and rent it out for like $100,000 a year. So you're getting half a deal. It's still crazy price point, way too much money for just the license, but you don't have to spend a million dollars. But within 10 years, you've spent a million dollars, and maybe you would have just bought that. It doesn't make any sense. They haven't made any new ones. I've even heard that states like New Mexico that aren't making new liquor laws, liquor licenses, and their liquor laws are strict, that some of these churches, mega churches with a ton of money will buy up a liquor license and just take it off the board. Hopefully that doesn't happen with weed because I could see them doing that. After a few years, like a decade or two, they could just get so construed and complicated and expensive these types of licenses, they get passed from one person to the other. All of a sudden, supply and demand are meaningless, and the price for a license, a dispensary, any type of thing just becomes way too much. The entry point is too much. You need all the capital in the fucking world just to open a dispensary in Los Alamos, New Mexico. Who the hell knows? Uh, I think New Mexico could definitely use more dispensaries. It's a big state. Albuquerque's a big city, too, and they do get a lot of tourism. A lot of people go to Santa Fe. A lot of people check out the Sandia Mountains. Uh, it's a really interesting place. Uh, the air quality is wonderful. It's even a retirement community. It's like if you don't want to wind up in Florida, you go into New Mexico and you you know wait it out, wait out death. But if you get 
weed, you know, you can chill, you can treat whatever symptom you have of your ailing body, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I think it's really a positive for New Mexico. New Mexico is one of those places that just feels like they already have recreational marijuana. It just seems like they do. They don't yet. Well, they they, they voted on it, but sales start April 1st. It's unclear how many are going to, probably some of the medical dispensaries are going to be able to sell recreational, so that's probably a good place to start. I would check out weed maps, things like that. Uh, and that's how you're going to find your legal dispensaries down in New Mexico uh, around this time. So, I mean, as far as by the end of the year, I bet they have a really functioning cannabis industry. They're already doing it. They're already have medical marijuana. Over 100,000 people are applied in that program. But the state is 2 million, so that's, what, 5%, over 5%. It's not a ton of money in that state. It's not a ton of people. Uh, It's not the craziest tourist place in the world, but it's got these things. They have a lot of movies filmed in New Mexico, too. So you know how actors are, directors and writers and anyone that works at Netflix. Netflix bought a studio out in uh, New Mexico. They bought Albuquerque Studios. I don't know if they still own it, but they did did buy it. So they were filming a lot there for a while. I mean, these are all things that uh, can really boost cannabis industry, and a cannabis industry can influence and affect uh, once you take down some of these borders that are annoying, these boundaries, these obstacles. Um, There's even a... New Mexico Cannabis Chamber of Commerce. So that is a really exciting thing that they just have their whole system in place to address this and not just leave it alone like they did with alcohol, where just after a long time, nobody's adjusting the regulation. They have some of the worst drunk driving in the country. And honestly, if they had more places to sell alcohol, they probably would drive less. If you could get a beer down the street and walk there, you probably wouldn't drive there, is the idea. Anyway, legal marijuana in New Mexico, sales start April 1st. That's the deadline that they have set for themselves. Let's talk about another state adjusting their law. So this is a medical marijuana one. It's an exciting state, though, because it's Kentucky. So Kentucky is just one of those states. It's like the last place you would think marijuana would get legalized. It's not legal in any form right now. So to get medical marijuana on the board is enormous. It's up to the state senators right now. I believe it was written in the House, the state House, and it got passed uh, on Thursday. So now the state senators will vote on it. And it's, you know, up for healthcare providers to distribute and prescribe legal medical marijuana, that kind of thing. It sets it up as the health system, classic medical marijuana, you know, medical conditions like cancer, uh, you know, unbelievable chronic pain, epilepsy, seizures, MS, uh, nausea, vomiting, PTSD. So some of those workarounds, what you do is you go in, you say you have PTSD and get prescribed medical marijuana. That's what you do. Uh, you can also, I mean, the vomiting thing is interesting because I never heard that before in any other state, clinical vomiting, and you got a chronic nausea, I've heard. 
But the clinical vomiting is an interesting one to me. I mean, maybe people are vomiting all the time in Kentucky. I have no idea. They're drinking all that bourbon. You throw up from the bourbon. Oh, I can't stop puking. Guess I got to smoke some weed. I guess just drink a bottle of bourbon before you go for your medical license in Kentucky, before you try and get that medical marijuana ID card and go to the dispensary. Just get shit-faced. Don't even eat beforehand. Obviously, these are terrible ideas. I think it's easier to probably say, hey, I fucking you know, was in a car accident. I have PTSD. I have chronic pain. Whatever. Something true. Uh, you know? <laughs> that kind of thing. And then you'll get some weed. But yeah, it's probably going to pass. They say it's really easy to grow in Kentucky. You know, Kentucky's a hemp state. They grow a lot of hemp. A lot of their their product, their uh, GDP is hemp. Not the bulk of it, but there's a dent in there. They make a dent, the hemp industry. And hemp could be bigger. That's one thing about Kentucky is why they're probably ahead of certain states uh, in that Appalachia area is because of hemp and the agriculture of Kentucky. It creates jobs, all that stuff. Also, Virginia is so close, and they recently legalized marijuana, recreational marijuana, so I'm sure that doesn't hurt. I I mean, I don't see West Virginia or Tennessee making moves anytime soon, or that soon, but if Kentucky goes medical, honestly, that is a really big step forward that's progress because it's not a state that you think of as being progressive about anything including marijuana uh there is some sort of libertarian aspect so that could affect how weed is looked at i know senator rand paul has proposed marijuana legalization bills in the senate nationally so i bet there is support for it in kentucky Somewhere in the cities, things like that, maybe even farms. So who knows? I don't know enough about Kentucky. It's Appalachia. They got stuff in the hills, but uh, they've got those big cities. They've got Louisville. They've got uh, Lexington. You know, they've got some hippy dippy towns for the you know not entirely, but I've heard those can be really cool towns that are just nothing like the rural areas of Kentucky. And you never know. You just never know uh, what this kind of system goes on in a state like Kentucky. So it could move things forward. Kentucky was going to be before West Virginia. They were going to be before Tennessee. Uh, Missouri is kind of talking about medical and recreational marijuana. They're still trying to figure it out. So they're not too quick on it. It's not like it's also one of these laws where any medical condition under the sun, you have a bruise for a week, here's a card for a year. It's not like that. Uh, I didn't notice glaucoma on there, but I kind of feel like chronic pain or intractable pain does enter that sort of thing. You could probably get medical marijuana if you need medical marijuana. I mean, come on, they're not going to be like glaucoma, not in Kentucky, Buster. That's probably not happening. So hopefully Kentucky does the right thing and legalizes medical marijuana and then immediately recreational after that right away. (laughs) That would be fantastic. So here's our last story. Pretty interesting as well. New York State has not figured out how to regulate it yet. There are no recreational dispensaries open in New York. They've figured out some loopholes, though. Social clubs, uh, you know, some 
corner stores even are like, ah, we got a jar of J's under the counter. You know, it's not common, but it's it's around, common enough if you know where to look. So that's a big New York thing. Here's another loophole. Uh, cannabis regulations, they're still moving forward. They're not there yet in New York. But the Native American reservations, they are starting to sell marijuana in their towns. And the towns that these reservations are because they can set up their own systems and laws and regulations about certain things. Cannabis is one of them. So Seneca Nation uh, in New York State in Salamanca, New York, uh, they are selling marijuana. And similar to how I just said it, in corner stores, in gas stations, there are dispensaries, but they're doing their own regulation. It's totally legal. They have sovereignty. That's how, that's why a lot of, you know, reservations, they have casinos in a state that might not have legal gambling and things like that because they're able to set up their own regulation system. And it's great for them. I mean, they've obviously been oppressed by, you know, European settlers for so long, uh, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we took their land. And, you know, they can make a lot of money doing this. It does uh, help out in what little way it's helping, you know. So I, I don't think it's a big problem. I think it's one of those, if this were the only situation for a long time, that does lead down a scarier road where you... Some things attract, you know, you start having legal marijuana. If they're not, if it's not anywhere else, you start getting too many people coming up. You get, you never know what's going to happen. Just people not from your area. This is things that you've seen in casinos. But, you know, it does work out eventually. I mean, if, I don't think, I don't mean like, oh, people are going to die. I just mean some of these places, they're not built to have that kind of marijuana tourism right away uh, or for long periods of time. So things like that will even out because New York will regulate marijuana. It will happen. They are going to eventually start selling marijuana in dispensaries for recreational purposes in the state of New York. And one day that will be a situation. Maybe these Native American tribes will uh, lower the price or they'll have other aspects that are enticing and they're still getting a crowd and it's benefiting them uh but it's not overwhelming let's put it that way so new york has the office of cannabis management and they are way behind their anticipated dates of regulating marijuana the control board is trying to get it done they think it's going to be a four billion dollar industry in the state of new york i mean new york city alone holy hell what a town, what a business it's going to be. It's going to be booming, but they haven't done it yet. They're still trying to figure it out. They, It's somehow super slow. I'm sure Governor Cuomo leaving, uh, you know, resigning was not helpful for getting marijuana done quicker. But, you know, fuck that guy, so who gives a shit? Uh, I mean, I'd love for it to move forward, get some of these people out of fucking jail. How about that? Uh, that's probably the most important thing. For some reason, we do this business side first. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I don't run this shit. I just look at it. Uh, yeah, so there's no... in On these reservations, there's no retail tax on cannabis, just like gas or cigarettes. So there is a, you know, a, a reason why they're going to have this market and it's going to be 
working well for a while at least. And other things can pop up around it. You know, you never know what kind of cool restaurants and art projects and performance art things, festivals, music, anything does come up around a blossoming cannabis scene and a cannabis industry that's legal and recreational and uh, cool, you know. So that's kind of how it's going. That's the week of news this week. Uh, you know, I hope you learn something. Wouldn't that be great? Feel free to leave a review, uh, subscribe. That would be awesome. Give us a star rating. Dude, I don't even know how podcasts work anymore, if I ever did. Uh, but thanks so much for listening. Feel free to grab some tickets to Weeding Out the Stoned, or we got t-shirts online. We've also got packs of the card game that we're going to be selling on the road, and Feel free to give us some feedback on anything, uh, what kind of things you would see in the card game, what kind of merch you want, where you want us to do a live show, uh, what is Weeding Out the Stone? Feel free to ask that question. You can email us at weedingoutthestoned at gmail.com, weedingoutthestoned. And thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, I hope you're having a good day. Stay hopeful out there. And peace. Move along. Show's over. Find me weeding out the storm.